show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Uh, we have Shelly Mazenoble on today to talk about the sequel to Betrayal at House on the Hill. And if you haven't played this game, you must. It's super fun. One of my favorite. Um, which I'm excited you guys are making a sequel to this, or I wouldn't say sequel, expansion to this game. Is that yes. correct? That, that is absolutely correct. So, now this game... And correct me if I'm wrong, kind of seemed like it was phasing out and disappearing in the minds of everyone. Then it showed up on uh, table t- Will, Will Wheaton's tabletop, and then it seemed to like explode and come back out of nowhere, it seemed it's like. It's crazy. Yeah, it was definitely, it was, the second edition was released in 2010, and it was doing fine. Okay. You know, for a board game, it was like, it was chugging along, it was doing to, what what we expected it to do. And then, as you said, Will Wheaton played it on tabletop in 2013, and it was, it just, it went nuts, like, way above our expectations. It was actually really hard for a while for people to find it in stores. It was hard for us to keep making it fast enough, Um, which is a good problem to have and all, but uh, yeah, and ever since then, it's just been on this upward uh, trend, so thank you, Will Wheaton. Thank you, tabletop. (laughs) Now, is is it because of that revitalization of the game and how successful it has been why you guys decided to do the expansion, or is that just inevitable? I think it was inevitable. Um, certainly, the success of the game made it easier for us to justify doing an expansion, mm-hmm. but it's something that has been talked about in many circles 
for many years that, you know what, we need to make more betrayal. It would be really fun to, to do more stories. The game has been out since 2004 in its first edition. So overall, it's been, it's been a while. It's been over a decade. And, you know, there's 50 haunts in the game, which is a substantial amount. The, one of the things I think people love most about this game is the replayability. Oh, yeah. But at some point, you might start running into the same haunts, although you're probably still going to have a little bit of a different game because the house you've built is different, the characters you're playing are different. But um, still, it was, you know, it was definitely high time. We had heard from, from fans for a long time that they wanted more betrayal. I personally wanted more betrayal. As soon as I was told that I was going to be shifting more of my focus onto Avalon Hill, my first thought was, well, actually, it was my second thought. My first thought was, oh, wait, I'm going to miss D&D. And then my second thought was, oh, my God, I get to make more betrayal. So, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, I really love this game because, you know, it does have great replay value. Most games, when you go to sit down and play it, it's the same game over and over. It's a little bit different when you're playing against someone else. But this game, you're right. I mean, the, the house is completely different. The characters yeah. run differently. The haunt, the way that rolls out differently. I mean, I, I've had it for years, and I don't think I've gone through all 50 haunts yet. But yeah. I, I do know that I have other friends where they're just like, man, I'm always, we always run into the werewolves or the vampires. It's like they always run into the same haunts. And I'm like, how is that possible? I, know, it's, I, I it's haven't done year. it. Yeah, because, I mean, 50 is a lot of haunts. It is. So, but, yeah, it's. I know it happens. It has never happened to me. I've never played the same haunt yeah, twice. I've I have played a lot of that game. I haven't but, either. I don't know. I guess we're just lucky. Yeah. And now we have 50 more haunts to, to play. We're never going to play the same one. Ever. So that, it's I mean, that's, be 100. that's even more crazy. So, so what new things are we going to see in the expansion besides the 50 new haunts? I mean, so you are going to see new rooms. We're going to see 20 new room tiles. Okay. And the illustrations are amazing. We actually got the same illustrator to do them that did the the last the the original the base game tiles, and he just basically picked up right where he left off. So it was r really cool to see that. Uh, he was also ex extremely excited that he was getting to work on the game again. That was one of the coolest things about mm -hmm. pulling this team together is that there was so much love for this game with the people that were actually working on it, like right up to the person, our print buyer, you know, who was actually like placing the order with the printer. She's like, I love this game. I love this game. I'm so glad we're doing more of this game. But um, so you're going to see the 20 new tiles and it includes a new floor, the roof. You finally get to go explore the roof now. Ooh, nice. And you're getting 30 new cards. You're getting eight new omens and 10 items and um, 10 events. All new, really funny. There's some really creepy ones, obviously. There's some really funny ones. Uh, we're all particularly fond of the chainsaw. You get a bonus if you make chainsaw noises. And who doesn't want to do that? Exactly. I mean, I would do it without the bonus, let's be honest. Um, you're also getting some, you're getting new tokens. There's, I think we've added 78 more tokens to this game. And including... There's a couple of new things. You're getting obstacle tokens now, which people have, have asked for. Um, now you get to place an obstacle token in a room to represent, obviously, an obstacle or, or you know something that okay. fell in that room or something that uh, you're placing in that room now. 
And you're also getting the explorer tokens. What do we call them? Explorer tokens or character tokens? I think we call them explorer tokens. And um, this is, you know, for people of an advanced age, such as myself, maybe when you're playing, you forget if you've been in a room and you have forgotten if you have taken the benefit of, you know, being in that room for the first time or leaving that room for the first time. You can now place your your explorer token in that room and it represents the fact that I was here. So okay. there's a, a couple of different ways in which you can use those as well. And of course, you get your 50 new haunts, which are um, written by uh, in an all-star cast of characters. So that is also extremely exciting. Um, and it's, you know, pretty awesome value at $25 you're getting all of this for. Wow. I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize it was the expansion was going to be that little. I know. Uh, normally, they're they're... They're higher than that. I mean, that's a great value, to be honest. It really is. So that's, you know, we're we're excited to have so that. So I'm going to ask a question because yeah. the, the game comes with six characters that you can play. Are we going to get any additional character players so we can maybe have eight people playing? Right. You are not. Not in this, oh. uh, not in this expansion. I know. I'm sorry. That's okay. It would just be fun to have eight wah, people playing, wah. but that's okay. We'll, yes. We'll yes. deal with it. Well, you know, it would it would take so long to get to your turn. I don't know. I'm just making up excuses. No, you're fine. No, it, I mean, <laughs> it, would, it would be cool. But again, you have a good point. You know, it could take a long time, especially when you're running around and, you know, the zombies start coming out or the plant creatures or the, the UFO yeah. comes out and there's you're waiting for seven other people to go before you. So, I well, then again. There's uh you know there would be more targets for those zombies. So. That's true. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. Really. So we get to see a new floor, which is the roof. Hmm. I mean, how is that going to come into play? Just because I mean, wouldn't it just be easy just to push someone off and say we're done? Or well, if you're that kind of player, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. You could, but there's there's a bunch of new rooms now uh, for you to. To explore up there, including the, the Widow's Walk, the namesake for the expansion. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, and this is releasing, uh, I, I would assume, around Halloween. You're exactly right. right. October 14th. We made sure that you would have it in time for Halloween. Got to do it. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So, yeah. are there any other, like, new rules or anything that will kind of be surprised to see? in the game. So one of the things I think was really cool that um, Lone Shark Games was our partner and they, they designed uh, Widow's Walk for us. One of the things that they came up with is because the house did get bigger, mm -hmm. which means it's a little bit harder to explore. We, at one point early on, we thought about adding another section to the house. And in our initial play tests, you couldn't get anywhere. Like it, it, you really you could barely move around the house. It was it was too big, okay. so we got rid of that section of the house. But um, we were still concerned that people were going to have a, a hard enough time getting you know to and from. If you were in the basement, how long would it take you to actually get up to the roof? So there is a new mechanic, and it's called the dumb waiter. And some of the new tiles have a symbol on them that represents the dumb waiter, and the dumb waiter lets you travel from what whatever room you're in with that symbol to a landing one floor above or one floor below. 
And oh, okay. you, you will have to use an extra space of movement to do that, but it's still, it's a great way to, and a very quick way to get you to and from. And as you know, sometimes you really need a quick escape. So yeah. and, hop and, in there. And the mystic elevator is never like right around the corner. <laughs> never, and it never takes you exactly where you want to go. No. And that coal shoe is no bueno. Not good oh. for, you know, it's <laughs> one way ticket only. I hate the coal shoot. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Yeah. So this sounds really exciting. So because now we get the new 50, 50 additional haunts, is the dice, are we getting more dice or is it still the same number of dice? Same number of dice. Okay. We just gave you a, a bigger chart okay. so that, uh, yeah, that'll be included in Whittle's Walk. You'll, you'll uh, trigger haunts the same way that you've, you triggered them before. So none of that changes. Okay. So do the haunts in Widow's Walk, uh, as far as, say, the objects we collect, do they trigger uh, the haunts with the previous items from the fir- the original game? So no? the, the new items trigger just Widow's Walk okay. haunts. But the, there are some of the older items or omens that can trigger a new haunt as well. Okay, okay. So yeah, does the the so, writers had access to to everything basically? So they blended everything together. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there is a way if you want to just play the new haunts, if you just want to guarantee that you're going to get a new haunt, there is like a quick little rule bit in the rule sheet that that'll tell you how to do it. Nice. Yeah. So you got the play test quite a bit, I'm assuming. So were yeah. there any moments where you were just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be eaten up? by this house and never survive oh several several and enough i guess that's a sign of a good of a good haunt oh yeah uh, there was one i think actually it was the first one and i always bring this up and i feel bad because christopher is one of the nicest human beings i've ever met but christopher bedell wrote a haunt that is so gross and creepy and disgusting and that was the first one that i play tested and i thought what have we done? What are we doing? This is not okay. And we got annihilated in that one. And um, yeah, but it was it was awesome. People are going to love that one. And then I think the second one I play tested was Pendleton Wards. Mm-hmm. And it was completely the opposite. It was so goofy and funny and off the rails and just, it was crazy. And it was exactly what you would expect from Pendleton Ward. And that's when I realized this is going to be so awesome. Like I, This game is going to, to just make people so happy because 50 different haunts, but they're written by 50, you know, not 50 different contributors. Some contributors did multiple, but a wide array of people all having different backgrounds, all having different styles. There is definitely something for everyone. In, in here, and you are going to find that there are some that stuck with a very like the B movie campiness, you know, that a lot of the, the base game haunts draw oh, yeah. from. There's some that are just straight up horror. There's some that are uh, funnier. The you know, like Angela Weber um, has a really cute one. It's cute and creepy. Let's be honest uh, about and it involves cats. Oh. And yeah, so actually, cats came up a lot in this one, which is interesting. Uh, but well, yeah, it, it does. It does have the name of widows, and so maybe cat ladies. I don't know. I I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's that's great. It sounds like 
you can get a little bit of the the traditional scary movie as well yep. as you know you can get something as uh, uh, you know a haunt as silly as Army of Darkness. Yeah, like. there's, people were just very, 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 very clever. And the reason why the contributors have contributed to this is because they're known fans of the game, yeah. and for you know many years they've commented publicly about their love for Betrayal at House on the Hill or. Mike Selinker knows them personally and, and knows, you know, that these are fans. So he reached out to all of them and that was, that was the reason why they were hand selected. Yeah. And of course, you know, they were thrilled to be able to take part in, in leaving their mark on something that has, has been very impressionable in their lives. Cool. Now I'm assuming because you guys are wizards, this is going to be released pretty much everywhere. So yes. on October 15th, you can buy it on Amazon, anywhere online, uh, local gaming stores, I'm guessing even Target or Walmart may have it. I, I mean, I've seen Betrayal at Walmart, so... Right, yeah. Yep. Uh, hopefully, it'll be everywhere. We're using our Wizards Magic to make that so, but Sweet. definitely your uh, local hobby store will have it, and like you said, online stores will have it. I've already seen a lot of people, a lot of stores, uh, taking pre-orders now, so get it. Get it while you can. Yeah. Uh Otherwise, you may have to wait a year because it might be super hot like it was after Tabletop showed oh, it. <laughs> I hope that uh, we will not make you wait a year, but, you know, might it, it could it could sell quickly. Yeah. So what is it like? I mean, this is your day job, going to work every day and getting to work with games and game designers and get to play games all day. I mean, and write, and write. <laughs> I mean, I'm well, sure some of it's chaotic and hectic, but at the same time, that has to be really fun, though. It's so fun. I cannot complain. Um, we do not play games all day, though. Not okay. all day. <laughs> but we do think about them, and we do talk <laughs> about them, and we are... Everything that I do in my day job involves a game. It yeah. involves making a game. And it's great. It's, it's, it, it's things like when we finally announced that we were doing widow's walk like this whole timeline to make this game was super compressed we didn't have that much time yeah there was a small window where people were available and we jumped on it but it but it was hard i mean it, it people were working a lot of hours there was you know lone shark was had a lot on their plate and the, and they did it and they did a great job and my i had a very small team here that was working on design you know, like the graphic elements of it and the, we had some developers in the building that like as soon as those haunts were coming in and as soon as they went through playtesting, they went through another round of development and it was just super chaotic. Um, and I, can't, I still honestly can't believe that it happened, that the, we had to get it shipped off to the printer April 14th and it, it went April 14th. It was, it was out of the building. Um, yeah, it was amazing. But... Um, when we announced that it was happening on, on April 20th and it wasn't even like, Hey, we think we're going to make this expansion. It was like, no, like it's, it's being printed as we speak. It's gone. It's out of the building. And just to see the reaction from people, like people were so happy. Yeah. They were so excited. There was like just so much genuine enthusiasm in the community I kept seeing, you know, people tweeting about it. I saw the contributors coming, you know, and, and saying, I got to work on this. And they were so proud of that. And just the, the meat, like people were creating memes about it. I was like, this is amazing. Like, this is what I get to do at my job. Like, I've 
I have helped bring something to life that people are going to go to the store in October and they're going to buy and they're going to feel good about it and they're going to have a great play experience because I know that it's a great game and they're going to have fun. Yeah. They don't know any of us that touched this game and, and the work that you know went into it and they shouldn't. You know, that's that's not what it's about. Yeah. But it, it, none of that, all, all of us just sat back and we were like, I don't care, you know, if that we worked 60-hour work weeks. <laughs> I don't care that, like, you know, we, people were stressing out and things were, you know, whatever. Nobody cares. It's like when you get that reaction, that is, that's just like, oh, I love my job. I'm yeah. so happy that I get to, like, actually see this this happen. And, you get, you know, a lot of people work just as hard if not harder and they don't you don't get to see like the consumer response to the work that you do mm-hmm. so well yeah i mean especially since you said you finished this shipped it off in april yeah and then you don't get to hear about anything in most cases you don't know if anyone likes the game until after it hits the shelves which is much right. down the road in this case you're a little bit you know it's a little bit better because you've seen all the the social media hype about it, but uh, I, mean, I know they like the idea of the game. Yeah. I hope that they actually like it when they play it too. Yeah. So, I, so you still have that worry kind of in the back of your mind of what if they don't? Oh like my god! It? It's like it's this. Uh, honestly, it's like having a kid. <laughs> it is when we actually got our first off the line copies. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like the our product engineer came over. He brought it to me. It was like the way that like the nurse first handed me my child, you know, and I'm like, Oh my God, that's it. It looks, it was so beautiful. It was just like, it was so perfect. We, mm-hmm. we had so many mock-ups around the office, but like to actually like hold it and it's hefty. It's really heavy, you know, cause all of the, the tiles in it, all the cards and it feels like a, you know, a good, a good purchase. And then everybody was kind of standing around, like open it. I don't want to open it. I just, I didn't, I was like, I'm not ready. I just give me a minute. I can't. I just don't want to do it yet. I just want to but soak it, it in. I did. I just wanted to soak it all in. But like, you know, finally, like, it cut the shrink wrap off of it and lifting the box up and like smelling like the fresh cardboard, <laughs> the fresh paper smell. And it was all there. It was all like, you know, every piece that, that was so lovingly and laboriously designed, like, it was all there. It was laid out the way that you know we we wanted it laid out and i say that and you're probably like well yeah of course it was but no when i was focused more on on dnd i was focused more on the uh, brand management and marketing side yeah. so with avalon hill i get to do a lot more i get to do more of like the product development side so i didn't i have i've gotten to see how a board game actually gets made from start to finish the really really boring paperwork stuff that happens <laughs> in the beginning the all the way down to like seeing it come off the line, you know, and, and opening that copy for the first time. But it's all these little things like, yes, it actually matters the order in which you put things in the box because you don't want it to fall when it's standing on the shelf. And like yeah. you have to, you know, be conscientious of how it is when it's being shipped. And you have to like all of these little like minutia things like is this the weight of the cardboard that's holding the cards in the box and like all those little things like I got to be involved in. So it was, it's just really cool. You get to see like what other people are doing, what other people's day jobs are. (laughs) I just know like, yeah, you work here too. You work over there in that department. I don't really know what to do. And now I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, and like you said, when you, when you were at D and D, that's vastly different. All you had to worry about were did the pages stay inside the the cover (laughs) 
and it sits on a shelf. You know, it that there's not much there, but you're right. If you know, there's too much of one thing on one side, the yeah. box tips over, it doesn't sit on the shelf properly, exactly. and then everyone's upset because they're falling off the shelves and the covers or the corners are splitting or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like it was really cool to see, and like you know, because board games have many more components than a book. A book has pages and a yes. cover, but it's just oh, it's just really fun. It's a really good experience. So I I want to make more. I want more now. I need more board games to make. Uh, there's plenty. I'm sure you can find more. <laughs> I'm working on it or definitely. So that that brings up another question because we've kind of seen a lot of the board game more popular board games now come out with like online apps right? where you can play them. You know, maybe not Avalon Hill yet, but are we maybe going to see something for Betrayal? Because, I mean, I, I, it seems it would be easy to make something on there. I mean, they've been able to do it for, like, Ticket to Ride and yeah. oh, uh, Pandemic I, I and other ones. I play a lot of that Ticket to Ride on my yeah. iPad. <laughs> yep, I do too. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's it's something that I definitely want, would love to see happen. Yeah, I I. <laughs> I at least envision that it would work really well. I mean, you have your tile, you have your hand, you just play it down and move around. But again, I'm not the designer on the back end, so it might be a little bit more difficult than I can imagine. Yeah, it's just just what you said, I'm sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> Done. You've just designed it for us. Sweet. Now yeah. comes the coding, which I can't do. Yeah. Any... Your daughter can probably teach you how to do that. You know preschool these days i mean come on I, I don't know she she is very bright i mean you have a three-year-old almost three-year-old as well and it's it's a little scary she she grabs the ipad or the the, the iphone and she knows where her games are she oh. does the matching she does the colors she opens it up she plugs in the password she knows where everything is and i'm just like uh you're three almost three yeah. and um yeah you're moving around like a wizard on that thing. Uh, yeah. I know. Well, pretty soon they'll help us with our electronic questions. Yeah. That's, that's the yeah, sad thing. For me. Yeah. There, I'm there, looking forward to it. There is going to be a day that I'm going to say, okay, how do you do this? And she's going to roll her eyes at me and go, Oh, oh yeah. You got to do it this way, dad. Yeah. Dad. God, you're so embarrassing. Yeah. That That's, that's the, the day I get to look forward to that. You're so <laughs> embarrassing. My goodness. Uh, yeah, kids these days. But at least she loves Star Wars. Uh, I, I'm happy well, you, with that. Well, you're doing something right. And, and the new Voltron on Netflix that I, I've really? been watching. She's been watching that too. She loves that. Yep. Oh, you you got a good one there. Yeah, so I don't know. Your boy might like that. I mean, lions running around, space battles, giant robot. Oh, yeah. What's not to love? Yep. He's really into Scooby-Doo right now. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. But so, yeah, Scooby-Doo is his, that's his thing. Nice. And every time we put on an episode, he'll go, are there monsters in this? I'm like, of course there are. Scooby-Doo. And he's like, good. Yeah. <laughs> he likes the monsters. He likes the monsters. Yeah. Nice. He's good. He's a future dungeon master. That's what I think. Nice. So since you've moved away from D&D, do you get to play D&D much? Because I know, you know, with your book that you wrote, several years ago of oh everything i need to know from life i yep. learned from D. &D. yeah um i mean do you still get to participate in that or i do has life changed so much you don't get to anymore 
No, because I'm still part of the D&D team. So um, I haven't, I'm not currently in a game right now, but I have been playing a lot of board games. Okay. Uh, A lot more board games, you know, with uh, just, you know, there's a lot in the Avalon Hill catalog that I hadn't played before because I've been playing so much Betrayal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I, we actually, we have a lunchtime Risk Legacy game going on right now. Oh. Do you like that game? That is a great game. I'm surprised by how much I love this game. Not that I didn't think I'd like it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I just, I really like it. Like every time I'm playing it, I have several moments where I think, really, I'm having fun right now. Yeah. This is a great game. Well, I grew I, up, I grew up playing Risk, but it yeah. always kind of became boring because it's pretty much the same thing over and over. But Legacy changed that. It's yeah, it makes it a lot more fun. So it's there's replay it's not the same yeah yeah so have you gone through the whole game all 15 no, no okay. I, I still honest i still have things i have not opened yet oh really yeah so when you go through the whole game when you're done are you still going to play it i'm still trying to understand how people like what, what they do with legacy games I, I, once you've changed it all will you still keep playing it i, I want to okay good because that's what I think. I, I don't understand. I know like some people just think like, okay, I'm done, and then they put it away. But I think it's an even cooler experience because you kind of designed it yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still plan on, on playing it again. And, you know, there is that envelope underneath everything that I'm tempted to open. Oh, don't do it. Don't do but it. I don't want to. Because yeah, I've nobody. Been told, I've been told it's bad. I won't even leave the game at my desk. Because I'm too scared, I'm going to start tearing through envelopes. <laughs> I'm not even looking at it. And also, we played. Uh, we had. I don't know if you listened to the D and D podcast, but I went off about this because it was traumatizing for me. But we had a little team diplomacy game going on for a while, and that's not the best team building game. Nope. <laughs> That's, but, like, that's like trying to do a team building game with betrayal. I know, right? At least you have half of the game when you kind of feel good about each other. But yeah. holy cow, diploma! I couldn't believe just the opposite of risk when I sit there and have like moments of love. I'm sitting there like I can't believe how angry I am right now. <laughs> I'm really, really mad at Ben. I can't believe he did that to me. Yep, you learn a lot about yourself, like. I hold grudges. I didn't realize that. And uh, you learn a lot about your so-called friends. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've had the opportunity to play uh, the Game of Thrones board game. No. So it kind of runs a little bit like Risk, but they have a different element where there's some cards that give you bonuses as you're playing them and that. But that game it runs just like the show. You know, you make alliances to try to defeat other people, and all the while you're trying to backstab people. And oh, you, yeah. You really get to learn who your friends are mm-hmm. when you're playing that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah. Not good. But it's fun. You laugh. You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have oh, great stories. Hopefully you, you leave it at the game table and walk away and don't hold a grudge too long. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on it. Come, just come in tomorrow with like a cream pie and throw in his face. That works. Oh my god! Seriously, and this was months ago, and we still like joke. Now it's just kind of a joke. Like I just can't. 
every time I see him, I just kind of give him the evil eye. <laughs> it's my fault. I'm really just mad at myself. I knew not to trust him. I did not trust my instincts, and I just That's, just made some stupid moves. That is the worst thing ever. When you you know your gut's telling you don't do it, don't do it, and you're like, oh no, he's not that way. He's a good guy. Yep. And then you do it, and then it happens, and then yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't I listen to my gut? Yeah, you just everybody just looks at you like you're so dumb. We told you. We told you. Yeah. Yeah. You live and you learn. Yes. Well, um, I don't know what else to, to to ask. I mean, you pretty much answered everything. The game sounds amazing. Of course, it has to be because it's betrayal. Yeah. Um. 50 new haunts, more mm-hmm. tokens. You get to go on the roof this time. More cards. More cards. More, events, more, more omens, more items. There's just everything. So, okay, I do have a question. When you do yeah. play, do you use a creepy voice when you're reading the cards? Always. Okay, I'm I'm not the only one. All my, no. Whenever I play, my friends are always looking at me like, why are you using that creepy voice? I'm like, because it makes it more awesome. Yeah, like, why Why aren't you is what the question should be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so do you have a particular character that you like to play? Um, I always end up with the old man because oh. I always let everyone else pick first, and I it's just inevitable I end up with the old guy, with the, Nobody... the professor. Yeah. Because um, the one time I play, let's see, I did play the little boy once um timmy was that his name brandon is on one side and i forgot the other guy's name yeah you know how double-sided yeah it's not brandon but yeah so i ended up playing the little boy once and totally got hosed i mean my speed was dropped to nothing i and then the way the house is built i was on i was stuck in a room where on both sides of the room were the only exits, and you had to do a speed check to get out. And if oh, you no. failed, you were stuck. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I pretty much became fodder for when the haunt happened. They just walked up and killed me because I couldn't get away. So. Oh, put you out of your misery. Yeah. Oh, I well. got hosed playing him, too. Somebody came up and smacked me in the face with, like, a log. I don't even remember what it was that they used. And I just said, I'm a little boy. Like I, You just did that. And they were like, sorry, it hasn't happened. And I, something was happening that was making me more sane as I was getting more hurt. And I just thought, like, this is the worst combination. <laughs> I don't want to be so aware of the fact I'm, that I'm about to die. I'm growing more aware of my certain doom as I'm getting slower. <laughs> this is really terrible. I just kept getting smacked in the face. And it was just like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. Escape. Yeah. No, don't I, play the little boy. No, I I do have one group of friends that I do like playing with, and we kind of role play when we're oh, doing it. So we we play our character and we're acting it out, and we're we're you know yeah, it's it becomes really fun in that case. So for anyone not that hasn't done that, try it. It's really you awesome. You should maybe record that so we can all watch it. Oh, that's oh. A good idea. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Get some of the guys trying to do their falsetto girl voices. That'd be awesome. You <laughs> creepily reading all the cards? Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna have I to like do it. that now. Okay. All right. Good idea. For it. Thank you. So okay, so October fifteenth. Fourteenth. Fourteenth, excuse me. One 14th. day sooner. Fourteenth, it releases 
everywhere. Um, it has the Shelley Mazenoble mark of approval and awesomeness <laughs> on it, as well as my blood, sweat, and tears. Her blood, sweat, and tears, and <laughs> if it, and please make it successful because then she keeps to she gets to make more new cool. I'll make more. Yeah. Yes. So well, is, I, I do hope everyone loves that. I really do. Is there is there anything else? I think other games that are on deck that you're doing that you can maybe mention or. You can't yet. I'm working on it. I'm working on some fun ones. Sweet. Yeah. I will. I will. I can't say anything yet, That's but fine. I will. I will keep you posted. All right. Well, board games are awesome. Uh, I I enjoy them just as much as I do role playing. I think I enjoy them a little bit more just because I don't have to do as much prep work. Right. Exactly. You just open it up, put it on the table. You're good to go. But yep. role playing, you know. Especially if you end up being the dungeon master, you have to do lots of extra work. But. Right. All right. Well, everyone run out, grab a copy, because this is going to be something you're going to enjoy, especially for the Halloween season. Yes. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Hey, Dungeon Crawlers fans, it's time to really pull out the stops. So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life, or even in at your work, that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there we want our numbers to swell and we want you and everyone else to join the geek revolution so tell your friends about us like us on facebook follow us on twitter and we want to hear from you we want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you and we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible. We've got some great things in the works uh, coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews. And the more people we can get listening to the show, liking our pages, the more interest we can get and the bigger, uh, more entertaining interviews we can get. So please, please, please help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help. So with that said, I'm going to say... We're out of here, and catch you next time. And, of course, join the Geek Revolution.